As contemplated earlier, it is important for workers to differentiate between science and those tools of reason that the powers that be pretend are science. An example of this is the ongoing dispute as to whether evolution or intelligent design should be taken as the scientific conceptual basis for development of life in the universe. The reality is that neither are a scientific theory. First, neither is any predictive value, which is the first attribute of science. One cannot predict future evolution or future intelligent design, even if there were agreement on past examples of each, which there is not. Evolution essentially says that everything changes in life. Though this is a simple theory that may comply with Occam's razor, it is worthless for making predictions other than the nominal prediction that there will always be change. It cannot be tested in any meaningful way, especially not in any parameter-controlled experiment, and it cannot be falsified because there will always be change. The same can be said of the theory of intelligent design as a basis for development of life, as a basis for a theory of development of life, except that it really cannot be said that it is a simple theory complying with Occam's razor, since there does not appear to be any intelligent design to life, just random and arbitrary events that, at least for now, continue creating a whole greater than the sum of its parts, or to paraphrase the physicist Arthur, Arthur Schrodinger, one of the founders of quantum mechanics, uh, life is the ability to create order from disorder. How long such lucky creation of order out of disorder will continue is a question science cannot answer, just as it cannot answer why the disorder is here in the first place. For these reasons, just as physics has given up on concepts such as cause and effect, true sciences such as even chemistry and biology, have given up, except in popular culture, have given up on popular concepts such as evolution to instead use statistics and probability theory to make their predictions. The popular concept of evolution would in fact destroy the logical foundation of sciences such as chemistry and bio biology and their use of statistics if it were actually to be a fundamental premise in making their predictions because statistics and probability require assumptions such as randomness, normality, and independence of data required by statistical methodology. If, methodology. if nature was operating in a non-random manner, either by evolution or by intelligent design, choosing certain traits of life over others, the use of statistical analysis would be unsound, perhaps invalid and erroneous. So, for example, when biologists or chemists for a popular audience say that changes in the DNA result in evolutionary changes in life, they are not and cannot say there is a cause and effect relationship between DNA and any changes in life, nor can they even say there is a correlation between certain DNA and life, because there is rarely, if ever, a direct correlation between a single gene and a single physical feature. Biologists do not even know whether DNA changes individual physical characteristics or whether it is the other way around. When biologists and chemists talk about the relationship between DNA and life, they are talking pure statistics and stat statistical methodology. For example, if a certain collection of discovered genes are always found, or a certain collection of sense experience called genes are always found in their experiments to coexist with a certain physical characteristic. Using statistical analysis, they determine the odds of this coexistence being found in different persons 
of different or of the same characteristics or in their absence. DNA can only give odds. The odds vary based on statistical methodology. When something beats the odds, it is called a mutation, and they recalculate the odds. This is how biology and chemistry try to avoid or hide the falsifiability attribute and pretend that they are dealing in certain truth. I will cover this issue in the next podcast because it brings up the important issue of science being a religious demigod for the secular powers of the modern world. Science will continue as a religion for many for the near future because many people, including many scientists, are in denial as to the inability of science to provide certain truth, but only pragmatic truth at best, and its ability to only provide falsifiability and not certain truth. Eventually, they will be forced to face this falsifiability attribute and have a crisis of faith. What will happen at that point when they lose their religious belief in science as a giver of truth and there is nothing for them to fall back on to give meaning to their lives? This is an important issue for workers because, as the purpose of this podcast series states, it is the workers who will suffer the worst effects of whatever new rational or irrational tool replaces science as the new religion of our technological society and as a tool for the powers that be for tyranny. A new religion other than power, that is. Uh, the search for power will always be the powers uh, through religion. 